Right, I think I'm ready. Are you guys ready? Cool. Let's rock and roll. Welcome to the Bearded Fan Podcast. I am Andrew, and thanks for joining me on this episode. In this week's episode, I chat to Jackie and Mika from Motorgirl Essay. We chat about female riding gear, female riding industry, and motorcycles in general. So, welcome to the first episode of 2020. I hope everyone had an awesome and safe festive season. But here we are at the beginning of the new year and it's time to get things kick-started and that is including the podcast. So as I mentioned in the last episode of last year, from the beginning of this year, the podcast episodes will be published every Friday. It's going to be an exciting year for the podcast and I hope you are all going to go on this journey with me. So in this episode, I chatted to Jackie De Silva, who is the official importer of Motorgirl um, women's riding apparel. Jackie brought along Mika, who is the Motorgirl brand ambassador. So here's this week's episode. Cool. So well, let's just start. Um, so Jackie, I mean, what did your your sort of background? How did you get to into selling? Uh... Okay, I come from the medical background. Okay. Okay, and then I was retrenched. Um, earlier this year and obviously my fiance and I we riders I'm filling at the moment I've just recently started riding a little Vespa okay yeah so are you part of the Vespa riders yet? no I'm not are you no, going to get I'm getting there, there yeah. you've got an old Vespa or a new Vespa <laughs> old classic okay yeah. then you fit, yeah. fit the profile we restored, right? yeah we had it restored and everything and she's <laughs> really cool. cute yeah so we ride obviously and I hated the riding gear that was out there it just okay. we it just didn't do anything for the ladies. I just felt they looked so unfeminine. It was hot. It was bulky. It was heavy. And I used to ride in a K-wear jacket and jeans. Okay. And, you know, and he always used to say, if something happens, you're not protected, you know. So I said, well, find me something that's protected. So we went online and we came across Motorgirl UK. And um, I then discovered that they didn't have an, a branch in South Africa. So we approached them, and then um, Ina Lombard, who's an ex-South African, came back to us, and she asked if we were still interested after a few months, and we said yes. And that's when I started Motorgirl South Africa, because it was designed by women, for women, and we looked feminine and and classy on the bikes. So that's how it came about, um, Motorgirl SA. Yeah. So you say, you know, now she's one of the two ladies that started Motorgirl yeah. UK. Yeah, she founded, yeah, a Motorgirl UK with her daughter-in-law, Ellen. Okay. Right. So, and I mean, there are other female um, riding gear out there, like Atwild. Do you know about Atwild? No. The American American uh, female woman's apparel. Oh, okay. So I was actually looking at that and thinking, oh. Same, same, same thought. Maybe I should bring that into the country. When I did a bit of mark research, I saw you were on the scene already. I thought, ah, Cal, I'll leave it. There's really nothing for the ladies. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, okay, you're talking about that now, you know, BMW and Triumph mm. and, and those people, they do bring out their ladies' version of their, of their clothing. I mean, is that not, doesn't fit the bill? No. no. They're very expensive. No, well, okay. And... 
they not? Um, our, Motor Girl has just recently received a certificate for the AA safety rated clothing. Okay. So all our leggings are um, approved, AA safety rated, and we're the only ones in the world actually okay. that have the AA safety rating. Well, that's rating. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's good to know. So, and I think we, we're pretty affordable considering that. If you, if you look at other brands out there, um, I think they're ridiculously priced. Yeah, I was going to make a comment about mm. that because I did go check your website and look at the prices. And, I mean, they A, they're very comparable to the UK prices in terms of exchange rates. If you do a direct um, exchange rate conversion there, they're pretty much the same. Um, and they're a lot cheaper than, like, the Triumphs and the, and the BMWs. BMW. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I also, you know, riding and all that, you want to buy good gear, but... Mm. I mean, when I bought my my GS Pro suit, whatever, new was 18 grand. Yeah. Okay, I picked it up for a, a lot less. But mm. I mean, look, it lasts and it's helped me out a couple of times. It's yeah. a, you know, it's a good lot protection. Of money to lay out. But it's still a lot of money. And mm. I suppose you don't really want to skimp on protection. safety and protection and all that, but you also don't want to, you know, you want to be able to enjoy your hobby, yeah. not have to spend too much money on mm. it. Oh, that's great. So, how long have you been going now? So we launched on the 26th of Jan this year. Okay. And it's been going okay. well. But I mean, I saw you guys online before that. Did I know? There Did was you? a girl that was doing it in Cape Town. Okay. Um, but I think she decided to go into something that she was specializing in. Okay. She's made that, made that her career now. Okay. So um, they were Okay, so that something. wasn't you then? No, no, was, no. Okay. No, it was a girl That's based in Cape Town. Yeah, because yeah. I, I thought it had something to do, I thought there was a connection with Woodstock, Motor Company at one stage with no. Motor Girl. No. But that's in Cape Town. Yeah. So mm. so obviously it was her then that so did they approach you after did she have the agency and then she Yeah, wasn't... she was basically selling on the sideline. Okay. And um yeah, I don't think she wanted to do it anymore. And um she's actually a family member to the woman who started Motor Oh, I see. So yeah. So they were looking for somebody that was um dedicated in starting up the Motor Girl SA and running it and providing to the girls who need it out there of across the range of the Motor Girl merchandise that was available. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I did. I got a little shop and we bought all the merchandise that we could and, mm. yeah, that's how we, we started yeah, How you started, it, yeah. yeah. So um, the shop, is that – what's what's the connection with Max Inc.? So Max Inc. is Marissa Tavares' shop and okay. he's my fiancé. Okay. And I opened within the Max Inc. Mm. So half of the shop is Max Inc., custom parts, and the other half is um, okay, Motorgirl SA. Yeah, yeah, and that's in Krugersdorp. Krugersdorp Factoria, yeah. yeah. Mm. And talking about Vespers, I believe there's a guy in Krugersdorp that sells Vespa yes, parts. Tony from so, Vespa Speed Shop. Okay. Yes, yeah, he redid my. Okay, yeah, your he Vespa. restored my Vespa. Okay, yeah. that's great. So yeah. you're just around the corner from, yes. from the Vespa Speed. Yeah. That's good. We we are pretty, um, far out to yeah. to everyone, but we've got an online store, mm. so we do an, a lot of online um, sales as well. Um, but you know the ladies like to come in. They like to look. They like yeah, to feel. Sure. Absolutely, um, yeah. Absolutely. Because I think uh, I mean, what's your feeling in South Africa about online people online shopping? Uh, do you find that people, like you say, people still want to see the stuff or? Uh, the younger generation are used to it, so they don't have yeah. a problem. I find the older generation, the older ladies that ride, they prefer to come in and fit and feel. And although Mika. Um, She's my walking advert, yeah. Yes. She's, she's the Motor Girl ambassador. Um, I find, yeah, when she goes out with our clothing on, it, that also makes a big difference because she's she's involved with riding clubs and yes. and reviews. Reviews, yeah. yeah. Mika does reviews. 
Yeah, so, so I mean, yeah, I think that's the best way yes. to do it because I mean, that's where people, you know, see it in yes. the. Yeah, someone wearing yeah. it. See how it fits. Yeah. So now we do pop up shops. Well, we try and do yeah. pop up shops in the areas that we, like our first pop up shop was in Pretoria just after we opened because I don't have anybody in that area that stocks my my merchandise. Okay. So we did a pop up store in in Pretoria. Um, we've done a pop up store in Sabi before they launched. Um, so pop up stores do help. Sorry, um, I'm just bringing my phone. Yeah, my no, no, phone is fine. on silent. <laughs> so, yeah, so we do pop-up stores. Um, we now have two stockers. One in, no, three. One in hmm. Wasabi, one in Bloom, and one in Pardon Island, Cape Town. Okay. Hmm. Right. So the one in Sabi, uh, is that that's, Thomas? Yes, no, that's Thomas. That Thomas yeah. Yeah. Sabi riding. Sabi Valley Riding. Sabi Valley Riding. Yeah, so <laughs> they, they, they stock our merchandise. Okay, that's great. And then Bloom Safari 4x4. And then mm. um, flying brick down in Cape Town. Yeah, that's great. Mm. So, and I mean, how do you choose your the, the people that you want to sell your stuff through? I mean, is there a particular, or you're just happy for? So we basically put an ad out there. and We said yeah. we're looking for stockers, and then whoever applied, we gave them a criteria of what we were looking for, what we you know what they needed to do from their side, what we would offer them from our side. Yeah. And um, yeah, they applied yeah. and. If they fitted the criteria, we, we gave them. We've had quite a few from Cape Town, but they're all in the same area. Yes. So first come, first serve. So the lady, obviously, Flying Brick came f- forward first. So we gave it to them. So we need to give them a chance to get off the ground. So I've given her six to eight months, and they're doing really, really well. That's great. Yeah, That's so I'm awesome. happy for her. Yeah, yeah, so it's going well with them. Bloom, there's nobody except Safari 4x4. They were the biggest store, and they approached us. So we've just recently gone in there. As you mm. know, on the 5th of November, we launched there. Yeah. But it's a very small town. Mm. But yeah. Well, Bloomfontein. Yeah. Don't tell the people that live there. Okay? It's a very small <laughs> town. But yeah, there's a lot of girls riding there as well. Yeah. So, yeah. That's great. So how did, how did that launch go? You drove all the way down the house. We Check did. on the Instagram. We, we did. Rode we rode, the, rode, all, rode all, the all the way down, down there. there. Well done. Yeah, it, it went well. Um, there, a lot of women. The turnout of yes. ladies was pretty good. Even yes. yeah. the owner of 4x4 Safari said, you know, it was strange. It's always men at launches and stores mm. that are launching something or whatever. So she said it's the first time that she's ever seen so many ladies in the shop. So, yeah, it went pretty well. That's great, yeah. yeah. Mm. And, like, when you do a launch, what's, what's your sort of strategy? You just... They're just selling the products or do you so, have like specials or launch specials? It depends specials on the or? store owner. Like okay. for Cape Town, they, they ran a special where they whatever was purchased on the day of the launch, they got less 10%. Okay. And we ran a competition. If you spend it over to, if you spent over 2,000 Rand, um, you entered into a lucky draw and we gave away a pair of Kevlar leggings and the new Adventure Cathy suits. Okay. Bloom, um, it was just a launch to get the Motorgull product out there. So... She ordered a bit of stock, and we put it up, and the ladies could come and buy. If we didn't have their size there, they could order, and then we would courier to them the following week. Yeah, yeah. great. And then in terms of uh, Mick as the ambassador, I mean, did you start out that you need uh, – this is the kind of product that you need to have an ambassador, or how did no. you guys connect? <laughs> we didn't think of an ambassador. We had just launched, and um, we were obviously trying to get off the ground. And then Mika emailed you, me. Yeah. yeah, she actually emailed me, and she was doing reviews at the time. And um, she approached me and she asked if she could come see me. And, yeah, we had a chat and she wanted to do a review on some of the clothing. So I thought, well, this is the perfect time to ask if she would like to be the motor school ambassador yeah. because she's out there. She's, she's actually riding and she can review these products for ladies who are actually out there riding as well. You know, Mika doesn't just go from point A to B and stop there and that's it. She actually yeah. rides. She does long trips. She does adventures. She does off-road, mm. on-road. So I thought, yeah, this would be the perfect opportunity. And that's how Mika became Okay. Magical ambassador. Well, that's yeah. great. Well, 
What's your background? Um, for, <laughs> for Start at the beginning. Start no, at the beginning. Okay, so motorcycles started for me as it does for, for most kids. Yeah. Um, as I turned 16, my parents decided that they're not going to cart me around anymore. So my stepfather decided it's time for a motorcycle. But he was not going to buy one and then another one and another one. So off I went on a CBR 600. Ah, and I learned by trial and error. More error than success but eventually I got to riding and um, for many years I commuted um, mm-hmm. to work and back um, yeah and my, my boyfriend actually does um, motorcycle um, road tests and stuff and cars okay. and so I kind of snuck in as like a little female perspective and I got like a little paragraph and then I got a little column okay. and then I started doing doing full articles myself okay, so great. that's where that's where the review started, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and I mean, if you come from a journalism background, or you just, you just not, uh, not really. Um, I just, I'm, I'm able to give a female perspective because women think yeah. differently about motorcycles. Yeah. Um, it's not all about the numbers and stuff. Um, you know, walking up to a motorcycle, we, we kind of consider things various, various other things like. Are my legs too short? What's mm-hmm. it going to feel like? Yeah. Um, so I, I write for the female audience. Okay. Um, That's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, from your perspective, uh, I mean, do you think it's a growing a growing market, women yes. getting into motorcycles? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's great to hear. Because I mean, I've been watching it grow overseas, like in the yeah. US and all that kind of stuff. Yes. But uh, in South Africa, it's for me, you know, like riding bikes and riding, riding with guys mostly. Very few females uh, are getting involved, but I think more and more guys are getting convincing their wives to instead of yes. being sitting as a pillion to eventually ride and start, you know, on their own bikes, yes. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, but there's definitely a growing market. Mm, um, that's great. It's just our local motorcycle industry; they don't really cater towards women. I know yes. a lot of dealerships have um, sent their sales staff um, for training. Um, because selling to women is, is a bit different, selling to the guys. And they've also started splitting them up because a lot of sales guys, they, they speak to the husband. Nobody yeah. really asks the wife, what what do you want? Mm. Um, so they, they've gone for training. I know dealerships have sent them for training. So, yeah, getting getting women involved, it's just they, they approach things differently. Yeah, sure. So there's a no, different mindset that needs to be applied. Mm. And, I mean, as a female rider, when you do ride with guys, I mean, what's the sort of uh, reaction that you get from guys? Um, well, well. <laughs> you know, like, let me be honest. I mean, it's... Um, I, I like to think I'll hold my own. Yes. But um, there's a degree of surprise mm-hmm. when I take the helmet off. Um, especially if I take the H2 out on a ride mm-hmm. on a Saturday. Um, but I've, for many years, I'm, I'm used to riding with, with the guys. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's, it's not a problem. But... It's it's good to have more ladies riding with you. Yeah, because yeah. I because I've noticed that in, in in the US as well they're organising these women only yes. like the babes ride out and babes in the dirt and yeah. that kind of thing. So there's definitely I think women feel new riders feel more comfortable in that environment than you know with a group of guys yeah. that have mm-hmm. been riding for yeah. five ten fifteen years. Yeah. yeah. No, I had to learn the hard way. Um, <laughs> the boys were especially fond of their weekends in Sabi. Yeah. So I had to play catch up quite a lot. Mm. Um, but that's that's just how I learned to, to ride. And I'm happy to um, share the knowledge with, with other women who are learning to ride. 
Um, even Jackie here, I'm trying to get her out on that Vespa. <laughs> but I understand a lot of them are also nervous riding in a group. Yeah, yeah. So we try to accommodate that. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. it is it is a different uh, uh, scenario to be riding in a group of people. Yes. I mean, I've ridden, you know, with the BM guys. I was on, uh, I belonged to one of the clubs and I was on the committee for a while. And, you know, you're organizing these rides and all that kind of stuff. But, like, when there's a large number of people and people ride in different ways and mm. some guys want to ride fast and other guys want to ride slowly and the next minute some guy's next to you, you know, so there's, like, riding yeah. etiquette. If you're a new rider... It's very intimidating. It's very intimidating, yeah. Even even for a pillion who hasn't yeah. really um, been riding a lot, yeah. they also get a bit uh, nervous with that kind of stuff, Yeah. 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 So how long have you been riding? You've also been riding since... Yeah, from young we also rode. <coughs> My dad, we had off-roads and whatever from school. And then I had a bit of a break when I, when I left school and I started studying. I didn't mm. really, you know, the boys still did it, but I didn't. And then Maritza and I started about, what, four years ago? When he started maxing, five years ago. Okay. Yeah. 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 And like, what was your first bike that you had? At school. Oh, God. I don't know what it was. It was a little 150. Or, yeah, it was a small bike, you know, yeah. just to commute to school and back or around. And then we had the off-road when we used to go into the bush. My dad used to take us all from the little one up to the big one. And then, yeah, that's what we used to ride when we were younger. And what are you riding at the moment? Now, we, well, Besides a the pil- yeah, a pillion with Maritza on the Triumph, okay. Tiger. And then <clears> um, he has a cafe racer. And then he has, what's Black Betty? She's a BM. A little oh, classic, classic one as well that huh. I can also put in. My BM's also called Black Betty. Oh, is it? Yes. Yeah, so we've got Black Betty. And um, yeah, we actually did the DTR on her this year. So. That's not fair. Uh, <laughs> I should have trademarked the name. Black Betty. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. I don't know. It's just the name fits on the, yes, it does. On the BM. Uh, yeah. Just like Black yeah. Betty. Yeah, because all my bikes have good names. Have yes. your bikes got names? Yes. 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 The Vespa's Cupcake. Cupcake. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. And then we have another Vespa to travel. Oh, <laughs> and how did it get its name? Uh, it just gave us a lot of travel in the beginning. Exactly. And now we've just recently bought, uh, gosh, what is it, a 1974 uh, Vespa. Okay. And its name is Flash. Flash. Yeah. Okay. It's red. Like, okay. Right, so you're going to put yeah. some lightning bolts It's on. original. Yeah, it's original. One owner. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. one wow. owner since 1974, a little old man in wow. the, the coast. We bought it from him. <laughs> and um, it's got the original little Vespa card. Remember uh, yeah. the receipt? He paid 500 Rand for it. That was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's very Wow, that's, mm. that's, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. no flickers because, you know, in 1974, yeah, yeah, in they didn't have any flickers. Need... No. Yeah. So we're busy restoring <clears throat> flash. Yeah. Okay, well, that's great. Mm. That must be fun. Yeah. Yeah. What are the names of your bikes? Okay, what bikes do you have? You were talking about the H2. I mean, yeah, that's um, that's actually my partner's, but yeah. um, we like to borrow it for photo shoots. And stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah, looks good. Um, but I, you'll probably see me more often than not on the HP4, okay. PM, and um, her name is Sonic. Okay, she's very temperamental, and it took us a while to get used to each other. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and then we share an R1. The okay. one rand. Yeah, it's the one rand. <laughs> but um, if ever there was a bike that I just don't get the hang of, yeah, it's like we have this love hate relationship going. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's the R one. Yeah, <laughs> it don't like the R one. Well, just it just it feels to me like I'm perched yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, which is not very comfortable. Um, I actually I left it in Sabi for a while with Thomas because I okay. could not see myself riding it back. Okay. Through a long time, and it, when I eventually I managed to swap with someone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so it's it's not made for for bumpy roads. Yeah, yeah. No. But yeah. Um, yeah, just 
Jesus roll. How do you find it in comparison to the H HP four? I just, <clears throat> I just like the HP four more. Yeah, it just we just it's more comfortable. Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Because I do find that um, that bike's more comfortable than yes. most super bikes. Huh? Yeah, mm. I mean, she's just two years older, but yeah. two three years older. But mm. um, if I have to pick, it would always be the squinty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And like, if um, if you could have uh, a dream bike, what would your dream bike be? One that's not parked in the garage at the moment. I must say, um, I never opted for the 2015 S1000 RR because everybody mm. had one. Yes. Um, and they were parked literally motorsport next to motorsport at every destination. Yeah. Um, but the 2020 Hockenheim silver color does, does okay. take me. I'm curious, I'm curious to see what it's like. Uh -huh. um, I actually prefer... Um, the Ducati, um, just just my riding style. Um, but they say that BM is a good blend of of, of bikes. So mm. let's see. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it would probably be the red Ducati. Yeah. Okay. The That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And adventure bikes? Are you you've ridden any adventure bikes? Um, <laughs> or are you strictly yes, a road? Yes. Tar? Yes. I um. So earlier this year, I yeah. went on. I, I did the beginners off road course with thomas okay um and it was it was a lot of fun i never thought mm. i'd enjoy off-roading as much yeah. um, as i did in those few short hours um in the meantime i've had a bit of a, a tumble we oh. shall call it that okay so i'm a bit undecided about which bike to really go for mm. um when i go adventure riding for adventure riding yeah. Yeah. so did you tumble while you were doing adventure riding <laughs> yes <Okay. laughs> You don't, you don't a, have to say It was a anything. proper tumble. Yes. Okay. Yes. Put your vertical gear on. Yes. Oh, well, okay. Well, give us the review on that. I, uh, <laughs> How well did the gear work? Very well. Very well. Um, the only injuries I had was bruised ribs, but that's thanks to my own elbow. Yeah, okay. Tuck yeah. and roll. Mm -hmm. I can't say the same for the 1250 I was on, no. Oh, you're in yes. 1250. Yeah. Was it uh, to yes. get a little bit hurt? It's a rattle. Yes. I'll tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a rattle. At how many Whoops. k's? Fifty k's an hour, if that. At fifty k's an yeah. hour. Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. So, what sort it's of an damage? It's Camber Road. Oh, okay. And um, I hit the first rock, and I was just a little bit off to the left, mm. and the second rock had me more off to the left, <laughs> and the third rock had me in the ditch. Oh no. Yeah. Shame. So, it it's very similar to a horse bucking you off, mm -hmm. if I can describe it as that. Like a slam dunk, uh -huh. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, for my my ride out for the day. Mm. But I did do three hundred kilometers up to that point. Okay, I just hadn't had lunch yet, so oh, sure. and then I had to get pillioned home, which was even worse. Yeah, sure. But and whose bike was it? BMW dealership. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Oops. Bavarian. I'm really sorry <laughs> again. <laughs> well, you know these things do happen, unfortunately. Thank yeah. you. Telling me that. Yeah. Well, no, they do. It's never happened to me. <clears throat> yeah, well. It's always a first wedding. Yeah, it's always a first wedding. Yeah. And like, how do you feel after the after the fall? I mean, confidence-wise, do you get back on the horse kind of thing? Or? Um, I haven't had opportunity to yet. Mm. Um, although getting lost in Clarence um, didn't go so well since I just, I went round the block. I okay. was not going to attempt the rocks and small okay. maneuvers. So, yeah, there's a bit of a... Mm. Like a Luck. loose loose rock thing yeah. going. 
Um, but nothing, <clears> I'm <throat> sure, that a writing course or two won't sort out. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, because I, um, uh, I think it was April last year, I was riding down to Paris and it had been raining quite a bit and I was on my own. And oh, the whole, you know, the day was going well through the mud and obviously I'd relaxed or something and I went into some mud and I, I was also not going very fast, but I hit the deck so hard that I actually thought that I'd broken my wrist. And then I still had to pick the bike up in the in the mud, <laughs> you know, like typical. You know, the first thing you want to do is pick the bike up straight away. Mm. So it took a took a moment. I mean, she sort of rode back, but after that, I was like a little bit tentative about mm. doing dirt. Um, and, but the best way to do it is just yes. go do it again yeah. and just build the confidence up again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're saying the gear helped you? Yes. Yes. Protected I, you. Yeah. Did his job. No. What were you wearing? The Illy Kevlar jean? And the Louise jacket. Kevlar, the Kevlar time, jacket, actually. yeah. Oh. We still had the Kathy jacket. We ordered it in afterwards. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, no no other bruising or yeah. injuries. And the, and the, and the, um, the clothing, I mean, was it was still intact? You can use yeah. it again yeah. kind of thing? Not yeah, the jeans just went through yeah. the wash cool. and the jacket. Yeah. Just went through the washing machine to get the dust off. And that was it. Yeah, we're right. back on. I'd say just explain the product range a bit. You talk about the Louise and the yeah. Kathy so we've got we've got <coughs> two types of Kevlar leggings. Um, it's the rib legging and the zip legging. Uh, the only difference is that the one has a zip and the other one doesn't. So it basically looks like a legging that a girl just pulls up, whereas the one with the zip has a zip in the front with a peristud. It has reflective. Um, sides so that mm-hmm. you're highly visible yeah. and then it has a zip on the calf so obviously those pants um, suit the girls that have the bigger calves like the gym girls or whatever because mm. a lot of them battle to pull the Kevlar because it's so thick and heavy yes. over the, the big calf um, so yeah so those are suitable for those girls um, the ribbed legging is um, better for the bigger girls because I find it stretches and it's easier to pull up and once it's up it stays up whereas the zip you can still battle with so those two have just recently well we've always had an AA rating um, but we've recently received our certificates so now it's an approved AA rated protective riding pants it's the only ones in the world okay great Um, it's um, three layers of Kevlar one full layer from waist Mm. down to to ankle and then double on your high impact areas it has um, the elastofoam, um, it's C, uh, C, C, level two knee protectors. Okay. And now because we double A-rated, um, mm. we ha- also have the hip protectors right. that are included in it. Yeah. Then we have the, we've recently launched the Melissa jeggings, which is our summer jeggings. They only have one layer of Kevlar in mm-hmm. zone one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason for only zone one and two is because it makes the pants much cooler. They're right. really great for outrides to the dam you know locally i wouldn't mm. suggest it although you could use it for long rides but but they really i wrote to bloom in them now and made a huge difference compared to the to the um kevlar leggings okay and then we have the ellie kevlar jean which the super girls most of the, the super bike riders like um they also have double kevlar on the high impact areas and then it has a stretch stretchable band on the waist and on the knee to allow for stretch mm. They don't have much stretch compared to the leggings. Um, the ripped and zip leggings have quite a bit of stretch. They stretch about 5% from by your third ride. So I encourage the girls to buy them tight. Yeah. And they're actually quite uncomfortable the first ride or two. But by the third ride, you should be where you need to be. And, yeah, 
most of the girls, well, 90% of the girls that have sold to absolutely love them. They're happy with them. Um, the, the skinny, obviously because the early Kevlar is a skinny fit, I find that the smaller girls up to a size mm. 14 prefer the, prefer the early Kevlar gene. The Melissa's are across the range. We go from a size 4 or 6 up to a size 22. So, so the nice thing about Motorgirl is that we cater for all sizes. Yeah. And we have three different lengths. We have a short, a regular, and a tall, which also helps. Because a lot of the mm. tall girls often come in and say, oh, but all my pants are too short for me. No, we do. We cater for them. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. So, yeah. we cater across the range for size mm. and length. And then jackets. Um, there's a Louise Kevlar jacket. Um, it's also double aerated with, with the back protector in. Um, it has a liner that is windproof and waterproof. Uh, what's an, the nice thing about the jackets is that the cuffs um, of the liner are elasticated, so no oh, yeah. no wind gets yeah. in um, when you wear it in, 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 in the cold. I mean, mm. if you go through a blooming winter or Mapumalanga, it can drop to two minus yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. They're really, it's great. It's mm. a proper UK liner. It's thick, it's warm, okay. that fleece, yeah. yeah. Um, um, it's also waterproof. Um, you can, in a downpour over an hour, obviously you're going to be drenched, but it dries pretty quick. But in, okay. if you just go through a cloudburst or whatever, mm. you're fine. It dries, and it, like I said, it dries pretty quick. And then it has a higher piece in the neck for the wind and a lower piece at the back. The nice thing about the Louise Kevlar jacket is it has a zip, which zips to the zipped mm. leggings. So it mm. can basically be a cat suit. So also mm. if you ride superbike and you bend low down, it doesn't flap up or it doesn't, you know, it, it fits as a yeah, suit true. and yeah, yeah, there's no air entry. Then we have recently launched the Valerie leather jacket, which is doing very well in Cape Town. They come in four colours, tan, black, red, and yellow. That's been okay. a, a big a big hit in Cape mm. Town. They've done really, really well. Yeah. Um, they come with a back protector, um, shoulder and elbow protectors. Um, so do the Louise. Yeah. And then we've now, in the last month, we've launched the Adventure riding suit, which is the Cathy suit. Okay. Mika can give you more on that. She did a ride out in it, and yes. um, yeah, she was very impressed. That's good. Yeah. So, but all the ladies that do adventure riding and have seen it are, are very impressed with it. Um, yeah, that's good to know. Cape Town ladies, mm. there's a huge adventure market out there. They, yeah, they're very happy with it. So yeah, so I think um, Motor Girls designed by women mm. for women, like yes. I say. So. It's really a chic market out there, and we, like I say, we cater for all sizes, and it makes a difference because a lot of girls come in or phone me and say, "Oh, I'm a size 22. I guess you don't have pants for me." We do. We go right up to a 28. Okay. Yeah. So, That's great. Yeah, the uh, the brand's doing well in South Africa. Good to know. I'm mm. glad to hear that. Mm. And ladies are happy. Yes. They're for happy the first with the product. time. Yes. <laughs> They're happy with the product. They're happy with yeah. the product, happy with the customer service. So it's it's mm. going well. So have you had uh, conversations with ladies that have used other brands of apparel before and they've given you their yes. feedback on that? Yes. So, yes. They have. I don't want to mention names. No, no, but, no. Yeah, no, no. There, there are ladies that have come in and said, oh, I've had this and this and this, mm. and you, you can't even begin to compare. Yeah. There's nothing that com- can compare to to um, Madrigal's leggings and jeggings. Yeah. That's great, yeah, because it's good to get feedback. Do you, like for instance, like, you, know, you will uh, test some of the, the, the clothing. I mean, do you have like a, a communication back to the people in the UK where you can say, okay, we've tried this, Absolutely. it's not 100%, yeah. you know, maybe if you did this, this would be a good idea. Yes. That's yes. great. Yeah. Yeah. Modigal UK is open to suggestions. Mm. Um, obviously, the climate is very different. So the sun is very harsh here. Yeah? Yes. So at one stage, there was a bit of a problem with the dye and the Kevlar leggings and because, of, but that's, 
obviously was brought up and it's been improved and okay. we've had no problems. So with like fading or yeah. all that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially the girls that do long trips out mm. into the crew and whatever. So yeah, so there was there was a batch that didn't work and mm. you know improved it and yeah, we've never well, looked that's back. Great. Yeah. So and she's very and also girls who, you know, some girls are just peculiar shaped, you know. Mm. They have a tiny waist and big thighs and we um custom make pants, okay. leggings for girls. Um, you know, sometimes they're, they're all legs and nobody. And because mm. our pants are all high-waisted with loops, the girls with the longer legs and the shorter body battle a bit because the crotch and that just doesn't. So we, we offer that service okay, that's um, great. to have custom-made yeah. leggings. Okay, yeah, and then you measure them up here? Yes, we measure them send up, it back send it back to the UK. the UK, and they have them made up. Obviously, it takes a bit longer, but yeah, they get exactly yeah, well, what they want. Yeah, but that is an option. Yeah. yeah, That's awesome, man, because mm-hmm. you're not going to get that from anyone else. No, no. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And then we offer a one-year warranty on all our clothes, okay. as long as there's no alterations done to 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 the merchandise. Yes. Um, any factory fault, we replace. Um, mm. I think we were open three months, and a lady was a pillion with her husband on a ZX14, and um, they had an accident. Oops. And she came with the back of her husband, and no, she was off. Mm. Yeah, and then eventually he fell off, and she fell knee first on her right knee, and she 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 just remembers rolling. She saw tar, mm. she saw gravel and sand, and so her pants tore, but not the Kevlar, because we okay. have the we have the looped Kevlar Dupont Kevlar, so it okay. allows for that elasticity and that stretch. So waist down, not a scratch, not a broken bone. Okay, obviously our pants. Don't protect you from okay. The the knee pads do. But they they there for that purpose for the shock and the, the protection impact, yeah. and the impact. But um, they were torn, but the Kevlar was still a hundred percent intact. Mm. Um, obviously she had another brand of jacket on. She broke her collarbone, her her elbow, skin was off her arm. Yeah. Mm. So, but with our pants, and then yeah, we because she was one of our first test dummies. Um, mm. Yeah, she we replaced her her okay. pants for her. Well, that's great. Mm. Mm. Is she okay now? Yeah, she's fine. Okay, yeah. I don't know if they're riding again because her husband did contact me last week, but yeah, she's oh, fine. She's okay. healed and yeah, she's good. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Mm. And your your um, experience with the adventure suit? It's been really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's um, Because it's gray and black, um, mm. on the hanger it looks... Yeah. But once you put it on, on. it's just, it's it's perfect. Mm. Um it's just, it's such a great jacket. Um, the inner lining is quilted, so it's going to be really great in winter. I rode without it in summer now, um, down to Bloemfontein, and it's got these zip-up and flip-over um, airflow vents. Okay. Not those spray studs that you basically take yeah. your collarbone out with. It's yeah. magnetic. So yeah. it just it flips over and it just sticks. Um, <laughs> it's, it's got more pockets than I know what to carry in them. Okay. Um, yeah. Are you like me that you fill all those pockets with yes. gadgets? <laughs> with earplugs and phones and <laughs> yes. money and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely really great. The pants as well, um, from get-go, they're comfortable. Mm. You can put them on. Um, they also sit high over the hips. And you can squat mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. So, oh, I've tried on some stuff that just, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. Um, in previous years before Motor Girl, I used to have um, Tosha from Core Apparel make my pants for me. Okay. It's, um, it's mm. a long process. Process, yeah. It's an expensive process. Um, and, you know, if you if you put on 100 grams, then they don't fit they don't comfortably fit, yeah. anymore. With mm. Motor Girl, I've gone up and down about five kgs yeah. and my stuff just it still fits, fits yeah. it fits it's comfortable yeah. 
Um, it has a lot of stretch. Yeah. No matter if I'm if I un, I'm unhappy enough to be in the pillion seat for a day with mm. my knees past my elbow, uh, past yeah, my ears. Yes, yeah. You know, um, it, it stretches. It's it's just it's comfortable from get go. Yeah. 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 Well, that's great to hear. Yeah. And I mean, price wise, I mean, what what's the adventure? Suit Seven writings. and a half for a complete suit. Jeez, that's not bad. No, that's not bad. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's great. Well, Compared to some other brands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you were talking about t-shirts early on. So yeah. You bring in t-shirts now. We've just launched our. Well, it's our second range because yeah. we started in, in Jan and we had mm. – because all our T-shirts are limited edition. Okay. So once the range is sold, it's sold. And then, yeah. we, you know, we'll bring out a new range. So we've just recently launched – I think there were six, six, six or nine designs mm. that were brought out. So I've brought three into the country at the moment to okay. see and get a feel of what the ladies like and want. Obviously, black is a huge hit with the ladies. Yeah. I think they're all tired of the pink. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. – Although we have had some – Queries yeah, but very few. The first thing the ladies say, I'm so glad it's not pink. Yes. Mm. So, okay, well, yeah, so we've just brought them in. So we're keeping our fingers crossed that they do well. But um, really nice designs, uh, very mm. different to the first lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mika's got one yeah. on. Yeah, you got, This is one, yeah. yeah. So are they, are they ladies' cuts t-shirts or are they yes. just yes. like the, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, and they're mm. really nice. They fit nice. Yeah. Awesome. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, uh, do you find people who have like looked at the Modigal UK website and seen stuff there uh, that you haven't brought in and then like requested it? Or no, no. no. Yeah. Everybody's seen what we have and they're yeah. happy. And um, yeah, you got a good feel for what yes. what would work yeah. here as well. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I could maybe bring in another two styles in black because mm. ladies like black. I don't yeah. know. It's just a thing with the riders. They like black. Mm. Um, especially the bigger girls like black as well. So, yeah, I could maybe look at another two, but we'll get a feel first of what's what we have now. And then, yeah. And then if we don't have their size, they just email me or give me a call. And mm. in my next shipment, I bring in the size that they need because we basically stock from a small to a double XL. Okay. Yeah, in store. And then mm. anything above that, uh, they're welcome to email me with orders. And in my next shipment, I bring it in. So sure. we bring in about two shipments a month. That's great. And then um, in terms of the future, what do you, have you got a three- and five-year plan? You want to be in every uh, – before you go there, I just want to ask you a question. Mm. I see you also sell your stuff at Triumph. So Triumph sell the leggings only, the, leggings. the Kevlar okay. leggings. Yeah. yeah, they sell the Kevlar leggings. Because I was wondering, I was thinking about that. How does it – because, I mean, they're selling their own their yes. own brand. Yeah, but they don't really have a Kevlar legging. Ladies oh, in their okay. triumph range, no, they have okay. the jeans and, the, and a jacket yeah. and whatever, but they don't have the legging. So I think that's why um, they approached us. They were quite mm. keen. So yes, triumph do sell only the Kevlar leggings. Okay. Yeah, okay. but should that anybody want the jeans, um, we have had it where they mm. go into Roxanne and then Roxanne gives me a call and we send them over to her. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. Sorry, then go back to my previous question. Mm. It's like if you got a your plan, you want to be in every every. Yes. Like. We do. We've looked for stockers. We've put it out there. Um, Like I say, we've only got three at the moment, but we would like to be in all the different provinces. Mm. And um, obviously, Cape Town is quite large. So if we could have one on either end. um, end, Yeah, yeah, because people in Cape Town don't like to travel. No. 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 So it would help. Yeah, Mm. yeah. And we do plan. Yeah, I am looking for stockers. (laughs) If anybody's out there and is interested. Um, But you're looking for... People that are a little bit spread out. Yes, not, not, yeah, like not on top in, of it. No, not, not on within like at least a 50-kilometer radius. Yeah. yeah. 
50, 70 kilometers. Which is, which is, you know, 50 k's in, in Cape Town is like, <laughs> yeah. it's out of town, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we don't have anyone in Durban. Pretoria. Um, Pretoria, Pretoria. Huge demand in Pretoria. Mm. Durban. The are there climate. any? Um, are there any like? Because I mean, a lot of the is it the dealership, motorcycle dealerships. So, I mean, are, are there any other sort of shops that are just selling motorcycle accessories that aren't like affiliated to a brand? Not really. Yeah. Um, we've tried one of the big stores in Pretoria, but that didn't work out. No. Um, the problem is. Everybody wants consignment. Yeah. So no, there is that I want to buy the stock. No, you know, yeah. They want on consignment. Yeah. And unfortunately I've just started. Yeah. Um you know, mm. and I can't afford mm. to, to, to give out there on consignment. Especially considering the size range. Yes. And, yeah. and you know, you've got sm- short, you've got tall, you've got regular. So mm. I've in in my area I've managed to see what's popular yeah. and what the ladies want. And I've mm. I've in store I have those popular sizes in a short. Tall, yeah. and and then across the range, I have everything in the regular. Mm. So yeah, that's the problem when you have all the different lengths. Yeah, that, you know, you have so much to stock. But I mean, like you were saying, is that if you've got some stock sitting at some outlet, mm. you know, the people can still go in and check it out and say, okay, that looks great. I like the style. I mm. like the feel of it. Whatever, and then they can order the size that they need. Mm. Or would you recommend that they come through to you in Krugersdorp and? I would prefer them to come through to me. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, we would like more stockists out there. Yeah. Um, it's like Mika said, Pretoria, there's a huge demand. Mm. Um, we did a, um, we were at the South Coast Bike Fest this year because there isn't really anything for ladies at the coast either. Yeah. So, yeah. The, the Kevlar legging is a bit thick for coastal riding. The girls um, down there weren't keen on the Kevlar, but I think the Melissa jegging and the rain suits. Mm. Um, we have amazing rain suits that are tailored with the fluorescent, you know, the reflective strip that accentuates the woman's body or whatever. So I think the rain suits would do well down there. Um, okay. But yeah, our plan is and to in get Cape more stockers. Well. Yes. They've just <laughs> recently ordered. They, yeah. Okay. So, but she's, I think the rainy season's coming to an end there now. Cause, yeah. 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 Mm. But yes, our plan is to get out there with more stockers. And mm. uh, we obviously want to be right across. Yeah, absolutely. The country. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Mm. So you were saying that in Cape Town the, the leather jackets are doing well. Yes. Uh, do you understand why they're doing well? Do you think the women are uh, riding sort of like Cafe Racer, Triumph, you know, Bonneville, that kind of thing? Or do you... Th- they're that good looking. I've got a red Valerie. Okay. That I wear on the super bikes. And even yeah. in this heat, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so it's not really to do with the kind of bikes that they're riding down no, there. No, I think it's the, the look. Style. Just yeah, the look. look. Mm. Okay, it's a really great. nice tailored jacket, mm. longer at the back, so So you reckon no the Catonians are more fashion conscious? Yes. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose you've got to understand your market. Eh? Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm always curious about why things do better in certain mm. places than others. Yeah. I like to understand that. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's cool. Yeah, well, before we brought them in, we put it out there and... 90% of the, the the questions and the queries and I need it came mm. from Cape Town. Okay. So when we found the stockers in Cape Town, at, in the beginning, she didn't stock it. And mm. then at the launch, um, everybody was like, where's the Valerie jacket? Where's and then she brought, a, she brought a few in and yeah, from then it's just like more and more on the next order. Mm. And it's, it's, it's a great hit in the Cape at the moment. Yeah. yeah the ladies really like it down there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you said Flying Brick is in Pardon Island. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was just trying to think of what other places are. 
around that would like 50 cases long long way mm. yeah <laughs> Uh, it's like yeah, it's almost like you're going to another another province. Yeah. But then again, the traffic is a bit hectic. Mm. That, you see, that's why I love riding a bike down in Cape Town because is you don't have to worry about traffic yeah. and all that kind of thing. Is there any other stuff that they're working on in the UK that might gloves. be coming soon? No. Gloves. They're in okay. testing at the moment. Leather gloves. They actually yeah. go with the leather, uh, the Valerie jackets. Mm. So I think that's our next. Oh, we've also just launched caps, motorcool caps. caps. You know, often girls yeah. helmet hair. Yeah. Like to put a cap on, so okay. we've just launched two different types of caps, yeah. a mesh one and a normal cap. I just never know where to put my cap when I'm riding on my bike because, you know, I'm the, I'm the kind of guy that doesn't like to have a top Accessories box hanging. or oh, things or hanging off the side. side of my, yeah. yeah, and then I hook it on my belt and I get to the other side of my cap Your cap's gone. gone. You don't have a tank or, bag? No. No. Well, don't you don't like all these for. little things. No, I'm joking. I do have a tank bag for when I do long trips, yeah. like if you're doing a quick run out to yes. Michalisberg or yeah, whatever, no. yeah. like I don't know where to put my cap. Mm. I normally put it in my jacket and then by the time I get to the other side, the cap doesn't look like it. It's all squashed. Yeah, it's all squashed. Yeah. Sweet anyway, that's just one of those things. <laughs> but you know. space-wise, I'd rather prioritize sunglasses than a cap. <laughs> sunglasses? Just <laughs> do you wear sunglasses when you're riding? Or no, no, tinted no, visor. No, no, I wear my, I wear my, my sunglasses. Prescription sunglasses, and I can see better, especially when I'm doing um, adventure riding, because then I want I want to be able to see. You oh, I wear contact lenses, oh, but yeah. that's made buying a helmet very interesting because I've tried a lot of brands. Yeah, and I I finally settled on HAC because it's the only helmet where I didn't have trouble with contact lenses drying out quickly or oh, flipping over. Um, geez, I didn't even speed. think of that. Yeah, yeah, because I can't wear contact lenses. So, and they've got really great. Um, Designs okay. available for for twenty twenty. Okay. So I just I pop them. So in. why so why do those helmets work better with contact lenses? I think it's because they 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 can they're not going to work well for claustrophobic people. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just the way the airflow the vents are in, where they're in, situated. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. That I don't get a lot of air on my eyes and yeah. they work well. Yeah. And the lollipop ninja mm. <laughs> Instagram handle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if actually, I, I should probably explain this to people. Um, so years ago, I used to commute to work and back on a ZX-10, yes. which is fondly known as a ninja. Mm-hmm. And my colleagues used to, yeah, they used to laugh because when I'm dressed up for winter with a helmet, mm. I look like a lollipop. A lollipop. So <laughs> I was a lollipop on a ninja, okay. and that became the lollipop ninja. And it, we stuck. were kind of discussing about changing it, but it kind of stuck. Because yeah. people like tapping no, on the shoulder it's... like, oh, you're the lollipop ninja. Mm. Say, okay. I think just, it's pretty we'll cool keep, because, just keep it now. yeah, because it's memorable. <laughs> it's memorable because mm. like yeah. I started seeing it knocking around on Instagram. Like, yeah. ah. and besides, you're having too much fun, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking like so little like... helmet stickers now. So my blitz past you can. Yeah, you me. can. Because <laughs> <laughs> I tried the GoPro on the bike thing, but yeah. I don't think that's going to work out too well for me. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, yeah. So, are you? Because um, I mean, you're also doing cars as, as well. I see yes. you doing stuff. For, is that to do with what you do as yes. a day yes. job? Or? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so my my day job actually is I'm a digital motor assessor. Okay. Um, yeah, which right. is which is another industry where females aren't that well represented. Okay. And a lot of people don't know that, um, but I've been in the motor industry for about ten years now. Um, so yeah, and then I do car reviews. I started with a boyfriend. I always have like the the peanut gallery chatter happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does the technical stuff, 
Um, and he likes mm. writing stories. Yeah. Um, so I tried to add a woman's perspective on buying cars. On that stuff like. So what is he doing? Is he working? Who's he working for? Is he doing his own thing? Yes, he was with um, Mail and Guardian newspaper. Okay. Um, now. We started a magazine, um, or actually taken over another magazine. It's called Exhale. It's a lifestyle magazine. All right. So we're not we're not only motoring content, but um, we'll take a car to a new destination and talk about mm. the food along the way. Okay. Because um, we're both story writers, um, mm. so that's been pretty cool. Um, that's launching its online platform and going into print in the new year. Okay, um, and then there's always also a few other online platforms that I'm trying to get into, especially mm. with motorcycles, because I don't really think there's a lot of female contributors. Yeah, yes. sure, sure. I've tried. I've tried. I, I was mm. with two magazines last year and earlier this year, but mm. I don't know if people don't see the value in a female perspective. Yeah. But with a growing market, I've had a lot of OEMs asking to please take this bike, test it, and we want to know what you think. Yeah. Um, and go yeah. and show the woman. Mm. Um, and like the motor girl gear, when you're out with a group of ladies riding, um, you know, they, you get immediate feedback on what do they think. Um, sure. And Absolutely. you can also tell them, you know, you know, actually, it's a bit high, but it's it's not that top heavy, so you can kind of, kind of work around it. Mm. So, yeah, that's just women think differently. Yeah, yeah. I Process think it's a good idea. So I try to get mm. it out there. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think there's a there's a gap for that, eh? For mm. um, almost like a female only yes. magazine. Yeah. yeah. So though though my my ride of choice is a superbike. Yes. Um, <coughs> I so ride track. I competed in the ladies two fifty cup earlier this year. Oh wow! And I started the day. Uh, don't crash. Don't die. Don't finish last. Mm-hmm. And it was essentially my first time on track and first time in a race, and mm. managed to tick all three boxes. Okay. Very tough for that. <laughs> so next is off-road riding, yes. um, which I'm slowly easing into. Yeah. Um, I'm learning the hard way, obviously, yeah. um, with that GS crash. Um, but yeah, I rode off-road, classics, scramblers, you name it. I'll That's ride great, it. Yeah. Mm. I'll figure That's out great. if I'm going to get one foot on the ground, I'll ride it. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a good idea. I'd like to see that happen. It's quite amazing how many people haven't done training before. Yes. That ride bikes. Yes. And they need the training when they get themselves into trouble. Yes. Or when they're going into the corner slightly mm. too fast. What to do? They panic mm. or whatever, mm. you know. Um, you know, I had a chat to Clinton Pinot and we were talking about and he was also saying how many people haven't had tra- motorcycle training. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's almost like you were saying that, you know, it's almost like a prerequisite if you yes. want to ride with us. I think they, I think a lot more groups or clubs should yes. be doing that. And it's, it's not just your safety, it's the group safety. Yeah. Anyway, ladies, thanks so much. Thank for you. For making thank the you. time to come through. No, thank you for yeah, inviting hope, us. Yeah, hopefully um, it's going to go very well. I'm sure it is. And so ends the first episode of the year. If you're a woman rider, be sure to check out the Motor Girl gear. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Drop me a DM on uh, Instagram if you would like to give me feedback on the podcast. And that, my friends, is the end. And I'll catch you next time.